Brothers, welcome back to the Man of War. This is Warrior Chronicles. My name is Rafa Conde, and I am your host. I got Kevo in the house. What's up, Kevo? Another beautiful day, Rafa. Hey, we're less than two months away from the Conclave of Warriors. I can't stop talking about this. Bam, 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 bam. Hell yeah, man. Everybody I know that I think is warrior-minded that can benefit from this, I am telling them they need to be there. Folks, if you haven't gotten your tickets yet, less than two months away, don't wait any longer. Pull the trigger. Buy the tickets. Absolutely. And, and this is for those that have your head somewhere stashed in the rocks or in the sand, and you haven't heard about the Conclave of Warriors, you need to wake up here. Downtown Miami, December 1 and 2 at the Hyatt Regency, James L. Knight Center, Ash Auditorium. We're going to be kicking it live for two immersive days. This is truly a life changing event the most powerful event here of 2018 hands down all right keep in mind this is not a sales and marketing fluffy event okay this is a downright down and dirty event here that's going to change you from the ground up we're talking about dominating all facets of your life we're talking about strengthening your mindset your self-confidence your self-discipline learning how to lead yourself and of course lead others go to conclave of warriors com and grab your tickets right now before they sell out. Also, give us a follow at Man of War with two R's. And of course, what's yours, Kevo? Modern Age Warrior. There you go, on Instagram. Listen up. Today's show is a very timely show, all right? And actually, I've been wanting to put this out for a little bit, okay? Now, when we talk about what is the best martial art, and I constantly get asked this question, okay? Like, hey, what is truly the best martial art. All right, we're going to talk about that today, and we're going to dive deep into why there is no such thing as the best martial art. Absolutely not. I couldn't agree more. After 20 plus years of studying martial arts and looking for what was the best martial art, I've come to the conclusion that there is no single one martial art. They all have their strengths and weaknesses based on the situation you happen to find yourself in. Not every technique is going to be applicable to every situation, but when you have an assortment of tools in your toolbox and you can pull one out at the right time, you're good to go. I'm with you, brother, on this, no doubt about it. So, I mean, for me, basically, I started at a very young age. Uh, judo was my first martial art, and then I went from there into uh, Kung Fu, and then I went into Aikido, uh, then I studied Japanese jiu-jitsu, and then I came back around to study judo hardcore. And in between there, I studied Kali, and I studied some Syriac knife fighting along with some Piper knife fighting. And uh, we also included, I also included some BJJ, some of the groundwork stuff. But I really focused even on the groundwork stuff on judo uh, because I loved the judo's perspective. It was a little bit more dynamic, a little bit more go get them. Uh, style of, of groundwork. And as far as the stand-up, I've always been a big believer of trapping hands, uh, all different sorts of systems where... Wing Chun. Absolutely. I, I love all that, man. And the problem here nowadays, okay, is that everyone thinks that because you're either training MMA or BJJ, that you can go out there and defend yourself. And then they put down the old, you know, traditional martial arts like karate, like judo, like aikido, like kung fu, and they basically throw that out the door. And I'm going to call bullshit on that, okay? Yeah, and I'm going to agree with you there because one thing you have to keep in mind with even MMA 
and the BJJ, you're talking about something that's designed for sport not necessarily self-defense, not that there aren't techniques that are applicable to self-defense in the right situation, but you're talking about using those in a controlled environment where there's certain rules that people have to follow and everybody in the area is going to respect the rules. On the street, there are no rules. 100%, 100%. And don't get me wrong, there are some great tools for when it comes from, from the BJJ angle and it, they come even from some of the Krav Maga angles and, and uh, there's some great, great stuff, even, you know, basic wrestling, right. uh, Shuto type wrestling, which I also studied for a while. There's some great things that you can take from that. There's no doubt about it. My point here in hand is this, okay? The reality is this. If you want to compete and if you want to go out there and choke people out on the mat, and stuff. I mean, there's nothing better than either judo, groundwork, newaza, or BJJ, or, or, or wrestling. Okay, now, that, that's the bottom line. One thing I would say about tournament fighting and so forth, you do get a sense of what it is like to go toe-to-toe with somebody, even though it's rules-based, of somebody that's trying to punch you in the face as hard as they can to knock you out. That's something that you're not going to get generally on the street using street techniques. You just can't do it. It's not, it's not reality in that sense. So you do get a w- chance to test your metal to some extent, but you have to understand when you're in a ring and you're on a mat, you're going against somebody that's respecting a certain l- set of rules. And you want to make sure that when you're on the street, you have that shift in mindset that's going to take you to the next level. No doubt, no doubt. And look, you know, we can we can sit here and, and, and talk about all different realities of combat on the street versus on the mat. And, you know, I have been in my share of fights and situations that I have fought for my life. I'm sure you have also being out there on the street. I mean, so this is yeah, not, this is not, quite a few. That this is not bullshit here that we are looking at. Okay. Um, we are not looking at tournament based competition. That is not my cup of tea. Uh, I have absolutely gone into different tournaments uh, back in my younger years, some hardcore tournaments, uh, absolutely phenomenal training. I believe that um, competition is important to a certain extent. I don't believe it's the be all end all, no doubt. Um, I believe that you have to focus on what you want. Now, all martial arts, no matter what, I believe most good ones anyways, will teach you self-discipline, will teach you uh, obviously good, solid mindset, will give you tremendous coordination, will get you physically fit to a certain extent. The problem that I have is a lot of these newer schools with newer instructors that are coming up, you know, they believe, hey, you know, because I'm practicing XYZ martial art and we have 1,500 trophies on our wall, you know, we're the best, you know, we're the biggest badass, okay? Listen, let me get down and dirty here and this is going to ruffle some feathers, all right? Wrestling on the mat, moving around, rolling, it's great, no doubt, okay? It changes you as a person. With that said... I'm going to put this out there, all right? It is not real combat. No, not at all. What happens okay. when you have to deal with more than one person at a time? All right. It, it, is, it is, in my opinion, right, I'm, I'm, I'm with that. But even if, even if it's just one person, okay, it is not real combat, and I'll tell you why, okay? The dyna- you could never, ever, even though we can try in training to push the dynamics of what's happening close to what a hyper-violent attack will be on the street, it'll never, we'll never get to that level. It's not the same. And I'll tell you, I have had, you know, karate guys, judo guys, BJJ guys, black belts across the board, 
come into a force-on-force training class where we mm-hmm. do push the limits, where we do mask them up, right? right. We put you know, airsoft guns on them, and we have them fight. I mean, fight hard. Training knives. Right? Yes, uh, training knives, uh, sometimes even sticks and uh, whatever. We have them fight on the ground, on concrete, you know, we even on grass, around cars, in the heat of fucking sunlight, all right? And I will tell you that equally across the board, everybody gets their ass kicked. Exactly. Okay. Because in the reality of the street, you're going to have somebody that's trying to gouge your eyeball out. You're going to have somebody that's biting your fingers as you're trying to put a lock on them. There are no rules on the street, and that's something you have to respect. Absolutely. And look, I mean, training martial arts has to be more than just going out there and trying to train yourself to defend against hyperviolence or defend yourself against a dude in the bar that wants to cut you up with a broken bottle. All right, it has to be a way of life. In my opinion, it is a way of life, right? It's a change of character. It's a change of mindset. I was going to say mindset, exactly. Right? It, it It's literally your path, okay, a path that we walk together. And I'm honestly sick and tired of hearing, you know, people putting down different classical and traditional martial arts when they don't know shit about it. Right. All right. Because it, 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 they don't, because they're so focused on, like, if you go right now and you speak to somebody about karate, a 20 year old kid, all he knows is MMA and BJJ. He has, he know he knows nothing else about, you know, that anything else that has to do with traditional Japanese or Chinese or even Korean arts. Right. What was the okay. origin of the martial arts? They were for combat. They're for, you know, you had soldiers of the ancient Japan, ancient China, going into mortal combat against one another, and these techniques were designed to kill people. Yes, absolutely. I mean, they, they, they were there to kill people, and that's what, you know, we train, at whatever level you train at, I mean, the goal is to be able to obviously neutralize the attack and live and survive, right? Exactly. Defend yourself, defend your family. All that good stuff. Unfortunately, most of what's out there nowadays, it's about learning new, um, let me say this, uh, gimmicky gummy bear techniques, okay? Right. To wrap somebody up and then try to like choke them out for a fucking tournament. Right, exactly. Especially when they have it in the mind that it should look pretty. In the reality, it's not going to look pretty. It's going to be down and dirty. All right, so we, we did an experiment a couple of days ago. And get, don't get me wrong, I've been, I've been choked out hundreds of times by black belt BJJ guys. I've choked out hundreds of guys, same, same thing. I've knocked the shit out of in guys that have no fucking clue what a strike, okay, coming their way when they're on the ground is. Okay, that's the biggest problem. Right. All right, when you start punching and pulling and grabbing and poking eyes and poking shit. Eyes. That, that big difference, right? So we've tried that. We've been with helmets on, on the ground. It changes the, the dynamics of everything. Right. Of everything, okay? Again, that's not to take from groundwork. That's not to, to take from all these martial arts that are that are great. No, what they everybody do. should have that in their toolbox. Absolutely. All right, so... You know, if we go back and we say, what is the best martial art, man? There is no best martial art. I don't know if you agree with me. No, absolutely. Uh, that's That was Bruce Lee's concept. And I've looked at back at old interviews he did, and he talks about blending different techniques from different styles into what he came up with in his philosophy because he, he even said there was no one perfect martial art. Yeah, and, you know, when we talk about perfection, when we talk about um, going out there and you know, training hardcore, right? Because remember, mm-hmm. it's training hardcore. That's going to be 
your path. That's going to be, because more and more importantly, man, I, I believe that you can have a physically fit dude with a strong mindset that will most likely kick the ass out of a fat old time black belt. Very likely, very likely, because you know, you're just because you have that idea and you were you were trained and fit at one point, but you don't maintain your skills. These are perishable skills. They have to be practiced over and over. They have to be a way of life. Okay. And when you're no longer able to perform at that level because you've lapsed in your training, you're not going to be performing at the same level. You're going to be in for a rude awakening. Yeah. And uh, I mean, you just stop and think about it for a second. I mean, you, you're, you're out there. You're trying to search for the right martial art. You're trying to search for the right type of training. You believe that your training may be uh, that, you know, the type of training that you're going to be going into may be, you know, Taekwondo, karate, judo, jujitsu. Listen, I'm all about doing whatever you feel. Now, I'm not a big believer that you need, you should jump around from dojo to dojo to dojo. And yes, I call them dojos because I'm not big in using the word gym. That's a very Americanized standard right. bullshit term that I can't stand. Right. All right. But re, re, the bottom line is that jumping around from one to another to another. You're going to do yourself a disservice, okay? And a lot of people would probably disagree and say, no, man, I can get boxing from Joel's gym in the corner. I can get, you know, um, BJJ from this Brazilian place in the corner. I can get my throwing techniques from that judo place in the corner. Well, I'm going to beg to differ on that, okay? Training for a very long time, I could tell you this. The goal here to really get good at something, and I call out MMA fighters, and I call out guys out there that are ring fighters across the board, okay, for this. I think that they train, I believe that they train limited amounts of techniques that they yes. believe will work in the ring. Exactly. Okay, that will, that will be to their benefit, and that's, mm -hmm. what gonna, that's what they're gonna learn. I mean, throwing, and don't get me wrong, they, they get them to a, a very high level of efficiency, all right, which right. is phenomenal for the ring. But my question is now, we're taking this outside of the ring, and we're saying, okay, now, these techniques that may work in the ring, that may have a referee stop the fight before it really gets nasty and dirty, right? Right, right. How applicable is that in the street? There's no referee in the street. There's only you and whoever, however many you're facing. Like we said, what if there's more than one opponent and you're rolling around with one guy and you may be dominating the hell out of him, but what happens when his partner comes over and starts kicking you in the head? Okay, you can't stay on the ground when you're dealing with more than one person. You got to remember also that you're in a controlled environment when you're training. On the street, you may be on wet ground, you may be on gravel. You may be on uneven ground. So when you train in the dojo, you're training in perfect conditions. And chances are somebody's coming at you with the same attack repeatedly, repeatedly, repeatedly. What happens when somebody comes at you with an attack you haven't trained for? Okay, and they catch you off guard. They knock you down. You're on the ground. Okay, now you got to get back up as fast as you can because you don't want to stay there on the street. I mean, there are many different elements, you know, uh, there are, there's so many different elements. I mean, there is uh, elements that have to do with the weather, the location, things around you, weapons, multiple attackers, multiple attackers, you know, we can go on and on about situations like that. The bottom line here is this, whatever martial art, and I believe that every martial art has something awesome to offer, especially from coming from a good school, being able to offer that mindset, getting you physically fit, getting your skill set honed. 
you know, don't just die on a hill where you just say, hey, you know what, I'm going to be training, you know, five different martial arts and then really, you know, train in all but be the master in none. It's not the way that you want to go. No, that, one thing about that, like he's mentioned, going to the boxing gym, going to the BJJ and bouncing around like that, you may actually develop quite a few good skills. You won't develop the mindset needed to use them properly. Yeah, and also the most beautiful part is studying a art, right, in its depth, right? Go into that art, that martial art. Philosophy is a big part of the martial art. I mean, and knowing where your art came from and, and understanding the lineage, understanding, you know, the culture behind it. I mean, I don't know about you, but, you know, those guys that just jump around from gym to gym trying to, you know, hit pads on gym A and then just roll around on gym B, have some beers while you're at the gym. I mean, that's just not my cup of tea, man. I, that That is not how I came up and that's not what I believe in at all. No, I was always drawn to the traditional traditional martial art philosophies of understanding the, the mindset and developing the discipline that goes on to other aspects of life as well, not just martial arts. That's something you got to keep in mind that you're going to get by studying traditional style too. Anything you learn in the dojo is applicable outside. But going back to the martial arts, yeah, if you want to develop that mindset, you got to understand the philosophy behind your, your art. Absolutely. And, and then, you know, one of the other things is, you know, a lot of the instructors, a lot of the students, you know, they talk a big game and, you know, hey, I can kick this guy's ass. I can kick here or they put in a position where, you know, it's in their house or it's their, uh, you know, their, their boundary, their kind of boxed in rules. All right. Don't let your ego get taken over. All right. I challenge you to go out there and do a true force on force course, okay, with other guys from different martial arts and different uh, walks of life, even guys that don't have any experience. And when you start rumbling and fumbling and really start fighting for your life, all right, with some gear on and whether it's, you know, concealment, you have weapons, you have the, the elements of outside weather, then at that point, start from that point and see really where you're at. All right. And where your deficit is at, unless you're just one of those guys that just want to sit there and do the martial arts, you know, for tournament. And that's fine, too. Whatever you want to do. But if that's if you, your goal in life, that's fine. More power to you. But don't think that it's the end all be all on the street. Absolutely. And if you want to go to a, a, a dojo that, you know, you smoke weed while you roll. <laughs> All right, with, there's plenty of those yeah, out there because yeah. you're a lot more relaxed or uh -huh. you want to go to a dojo where you're drinking and then start throwing people around. Hey, man, that, that's, that's up to you. But I'm more focused on getting that mindset and really start living a life truly that embodies that warrior spirit that mm -hmm. I believe traditional martial arts or at least martial arts that really, really go and connect with their background and their history All right, can really bring up for the student. It gives you a sense of lineage, I guess you could say, when you study where your martial art came from and look at the founders of the art and understand why they are doing what they did, what they, what they put together. Awesome, man. Good stuff. All right, so listen, what you take from this message is simple, all right? There is no such thing as a better martial art, okay? It's what you put into it, how hard you train, how much you want it, and how much you want to progress and succeed at the martial art that you have chosen, all right? Don't give up on the martial art you have chosen because it can be the grass is not always greener on the other side, all right? Every martial art has something absolutely to offer. But you want to be ready for anything that you haven't trained for. That means to look at other styles that might be able to complement what you're already doing. Totally.
I'm on it. All right, guys, listen, that was a message for today. All right. Remember, there is no better martial art. If you have not done so already, leave us a review on iTunes. So important to continue trending higher. All right. A, a review and a subscribe so you can listen to our new shows that are coming out every Tuesday and every Friday night or Saturday morning. We'll put out two shows per week. All right. And feed that fire. Give you that fuel that you need. All right, Kevo, we're going to be checking out, man. Anything else? No, we're good. Great show today. And uh, keep the faith. All right, remember, go to conclaveofwarriors.com. Go grab your tickets for the Conclave of Warriors, downtown Miami, December 1 and 2. I want to see you there. All right, guys, until next time, your life may be challenging and full of dangers, but never retreat. Your last battle may be your greatest victory.